Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about why developing a still mind is compelling for others and often makes others gravitate toward us. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. So we'll start this episode with a short poem by W.B. Yeats. It's called Still Water. We can make our minds so like still water that beings gather around us, that they may see, it may be, their own images, and so live for a moment with a clearer, perhaps even with a fiercer life because of our quiet. Read it again. We can make our minds so like still water that beings gather about us that they may see, it may be, their own images and so live for a moment with a clearer, perhaps even with a fiercer life because of our quiet. So this one's interesting. What makes a still mind compelling? What makes a more grounded, calm, quiet mind inspire perhaps a fiercer life? I've noticed this in my own experience with meditation. It's not something that I necessarily take credit for or can say, oh, look at me. I'm so great and popular. It's because of the practice, and I've seen this fluctuate as my practice fluctuates. My my presence becomes more or less compelling to people. I notice every time I come off of a retreat, whether it's a couple days or much longer, there's a, a certain kind of groundedness in me and stillness at the core of my being that just seems penetrating to people and and is magnetic. And it's not that they're being pulled toward me. They're being pulled toward this quality of being that I think, I perceive to be something that they're looking for in themselves. Something that is very different than their usual experience of the world, their usual experience of themselves, their usual experience of other people. And so it's like anything in life when we identify something that is unique or something that we're craving, even if we don't know we're craving it, we're drawn toward it whether it's a teacher, a person, uh, an animal, like a dog that's just always happy, right? We, we gravitate toward that. There's something about that that's contagious. And so a still mind offers the opportunity for another person to potentially see 
their reflection in you, the part of them that might be able to inhabit that space as well. And as a reminder, a still mind doesn't mean the absence of thoughts, but there's a quality of groundedness that is centered amidst all that is going on internally and externally. And this is something that develops with an ongoing meditation practice or other contemplative type practice. And so if this is compelling to you, you might try to increase your practice and really deepen that stillness within yourself. And then practice, although you typically don't need to work to do this, but practice bringing it more into your life. That quality of stillness you might touch in your meditation practice, what's it like to bring that into a conversation? Now I notice that when my practice deepens, that there does tend to be an organic transition, even when it doesn't deepen. There's a there's a transition from the cushion into real life, but there are also times that I can trigger a deepening of that in my day-to-day experience, just as a reminder. As many of you know, if you've listened to this podcast, I carry a timer around with me that goes off every five minutes throughout the day. It's a little buzzer, and that's my reminder to, to drop in. But you can use lots of different cues, and it could just be every conversation you have. You know, relax the jaw, relax the shoulders, relax the belly, maybe something that you do at the beginning of your meditation, and make being with that person a meditation. Now, we don't want to uh, look too penetratively into this person's eyes unless there's a particular context where that's appropriate. We still need to use some various social cues to navigate this. But um, trust that inner stillness and that inner groundedness to be the thing that maybe gives you the charisma that you've been trying to create instead of trying to become something for someone else. Become something profound for yourself and let others gather about. There's something really powerful about a being grounded in themselves. So have some fun exploring this. Thank you for your practice. I'll talk to you soon. And until next time, take care. Hey, before you go, uh, two quick announcements. First, if you're not yet following along on Instagram or Twitter, I am posting a lot more there every day, several times a day. And uh, I'd love for you to be a part of that if you're looking for more free content. Again, all of this is free. That you can find at Corey Mascara on Twitter, on Instagram, and on my Facebook page. Also, if you are enjoying this podcast and any sort of content that's being put out there, but at least for this specific podcast, uh, leaving a rating or review on iTunes does go a long way. I know those of you who have been listening for a while, you've heard this uh, shtick before. Um, But for those that are new or maybe haven't left a review, just a reminder that that does go a really long way. And Uh, This does take a lot of time to put together from the podcast to all the different various free offerings that I really enjoy putting out there and uh, we're ad-free right now. So if you are appreciating this, uh, a rating, a few words as a review 
is great for helping the popularity of the podcast, getting it out there to more people and giving it more street cred, so to speak. <laughs> so thanks in advance for that. Uh, and I do look look forward to reading all of those. They're, they're very fun for me to look through and hear how it's impacting you. So do know that I read them. Okay, thanks a lot. Talk to you soon and take care.